This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Mom. Hey, we're going to talk about a great topic today. I'm here in San Francisco, and you're in Manhattan. And this is kind of an amazing world, Heidi, because here we are on the Internet. We're going to talk to Carla Wheeler, who's in Florida. And, I mean, talk about ESP or weird. I mean, what would we have thought 30 years ago that this kind of thing was going on? And today we're going to talk about signs of hope from heaven and signs of hope and about these ideas that we do connect with people in the afterlife And also, we've had some people on the show who have talked about this, about the fact that some people call them hallucinations, who are more skeptical about connections in the afterlife. And one of our guests uh, recently has talked about the fact, he's a psychologist, done a lot of work on grief and loss, and said that whether you think that it's true that you have connection in the afterlife or not, it doesn't really matter because these are healing things for many people that help them to heal through losses, feeling this connection. So why does it matter if the believer or the non-believer? Have you got a thought on that, Hyde? I completely agree with you. I mean, if this brings us comfort and healing, then I'm all for it. If it doesn't hurt us or it doesn't hurt anybody else, I don't see that it's a problem personally. You know, I actually was a very big skeptic before Scott died. I thought this kind of stuff was hokey and strange and, you know, that signs were ridiculous. And after she died, I had so many things happen that were unexplainable that I, for me, I found it very comforting and I started being a believer. And, And I said to myself, you know, whether or not it's true or not, I really don't care. It brings me comfort. And that's what's important for me. Absolutely. You know that great Albert Einstein quote, uh, he said that, um, uh, do you remember what it is exactly, Heidi? If yeah, you can either believe in miracles or not. I choose to believe that everything is a miracle. Right, exactly. It's, it's you can, something like that. But you know, the reality yeah. is too, Mom, there is so much we do not know about this world and energy and the afterlife or if whether or not there is or right. isn't one. There are so many things, and even scientists would, would say, yes, there is so much that we actually don't know. I mean, we only use, what, 10% of our brains? So there's just a lot out there that we can't prove or disprove. Absolutely. Well, let's introduce our guest today because she is uh, an, an editor and, and uh, owns a publishing company, and she's been working with us on our new book, which you can get on eBooks. It's called Signs of Hope from Heaven. And it's got about 25 of our wonderful writers from Open to Hope, some of the best of these signs from heaven. So why don't you introduce Carla, Heidi? I would love to introduce Carla Wheeler. And like my mom said, she is one of our very favorite people. She is on our board of directors. She is one of our writers. She has had a lot of personal experiences about signs of hope. And she is also a bereaved uh, widow. And she is a former newspaper reporter and editor who founded Quality of Life Publishing Company in 1999 to help hospices provide their compassionate care. She is also the author of several gentle grief support books, and is and we are so honored, as I said, to have her as our board of directors for the Open to Hope Foundation, bringing hope to the bereaved. Oh, it's, it's so great to have you on, Carla, and you've been, uh, you know, I think one of the um, 
hope from heaven that we've gotten is having you on our board and meeting up with you in the first place. So many people have come to Open to Hope. I just I just know it's not a coincidence. Oh, you're very sweet. I feel that same way. Um, as you you know, as you had mentioned, uh, the hospice end of life care that's been my uh, my lifelong career, and uh, also believing like you two do, you know, that we we can find comfort as bereaved people if we just stay open to all kinds of hope out there, including the the hope that comes uh, in the form of signs. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there are no coincidences that we would connect, and that anybody who is listening to us today. Uh, just just happen to, to tune us in. I think that there's a reason that, that each person listening is listening right now because when we are bereaved and our hearts are so raw, so aching, so missing that dear, dear person who's no longer by our side, that when signs come in whatever form they come, they can just bring that ounce of hope to our heart that can help us take that next step forward, to live that next day, try to find some joy by finding that hope, that there is always that hope that love never does. You know, and uh, when we talk about um, that our hearts are broken, but you know what, they're also open. So this is a time, if you've had an early loss, when watch for those signs. I mean, I even think they're crazy signs, like I was telling somebody at a compassionate friends meeting whose heart was hurting very much when uh, her son had uh, died, who was a a doctor in medical school. And I said to her, watch for some signs. And uh, I said, even a grocery store sign that says Safeway. You know, heavy load. I mean, some of the actual signs up there are amusing. There's some humor in it, too. Wouldn't you say, Hyde? Absolutely. And like you said, the more open you are to the signs, the more that you're likely to see them because they're all around us. It's just that we don't look at them as signs oftentimes. And I think the other thing that's so comforting about signs is we often want to know that those that we've loved and are no longer with us are at peace. And those signs sometimes give us that that feeling that, okay, you know what, they are at peace, they're in a good place, they're, they're not suffering. Yeah. Carla, can you talk about some of the signs in the book? Oh, absolutely. That you, have... yeah, you know, it's so, uh, so awesome because all of the writers who contribute to the, the Open to Hope website, you know, they, they just open their hearts and share. And signs can come in so many different ways, uh, according to the way that, that our, our authors are writing. They can come as just sort of what we think of as maybe a coincidence, but we realize that, whoa, that synchronicity is much more than a coincidence. It gives us that connection, that validation, reassurance that uh, that our, our loved ones still exist somewhere, whether it's heaven or whatever whatever an afterlife might be. Um, sometimes those connections, those continuing connections and signs can come in a form of a dream. Sometimes they come as uh, what's considered an after-death communication. Sometimes it's a near-death experience. And with after-death communication, uh, many of our listeners, I think, have probably um, read or heard of uh, the book by uh, Bill Guggenheim called Hello from Heaven. Uh, Bill Guggenheim has written a wonderful, wonderful foreword to our Open to Hope book, uh, The Signs of Hope from Heaven. Bill writes in his foreword that, you know, love never dies. It is eternal. And in his Hello from Heaven, uh, he and his co-author, they shared, they interviewed thousands of people and shared these stories uh, in in their book. And now with our uh, Signs of Hope from Heaven book, we have so many 
experiences that are that are being shared from something as as simple as finding a feather on the ground because uh, one woman's husband had loved birds and she was so aching and just wanting to hear that he was still okay. And she walks out her back door and, and there is a feather lying right there. Um, you know, from, from something that simple to we even have some stories uh, shared by contributors where their lives were literally saved by their loved one who had already already crossed over. So the, you know, that makes me think of uh, David Morrell, yeah. who uh, was the writer of Rambo, um, the whole Rambo series. David, my goodness, he's lost not only a son, but he also lost his granddaughter mm-hmm. uh, recently to uh, Ewing sarcoma, which is very strange that they have both. But David talks about... Um, about how his son, uh, he was in Times Square, oh my goodness, and and he fi- can't find his way back and he's having a panic attack and he's in New York and, you know, he's a big author and he's written a new book and he can't find his way back and how his son actually comes, his deceased son actually comes and he feels his presence and takes him back to uh, his hotel. That is a story in this book, not to be missed. Wow. Uh, an absolutely amazing story. And then Heidi, you have a story in there about your automobile accident, right? I do have a story about my automobile accident. I don't know if I can do it justice here, but quickly, that I was in a head-on collision. It was very severe, and I basically felt like I went over to the next world and, and went into the light and went into an amazing place. And when I woke up, I was actually here on Earth in, in the trauma and wanted to be back in that incredible place. So, um, yeah, and the jaws of life getting you out of the car, yeah. and you're thinking that you, we wouldn't want to lose another child. An amazing story. And then I have something in there about um, do you believe in uh, you know the signs and connections in a foreshadowing? Because I talk about an amazing foreshadowing that I experienced that I had where my cousin and I were with our little baby carriages and lost our babies uh, when we were seven and then uh, flash forward to so many years later we lost our sons together in an automobile accident so you know they're just an amazing amount of synchronicity and stories that I, I think that you will find fascinating and also identify because I'm sure many of you about there I um, have a, dr- a dream story in there too Carla you have something in there too right? I do I have a couple of things in there and uh, my daughter um, who uh, my teenage daughter her father my husband died at age uh, 54 very untimely death from advanced cancer, and uh, my daughter Jenny was only 14 at the time. And what helped Jenny and I to uh, to get through our enormous, enormous grief was that um, her dad, my husband Jerry, just kept sending us sign after sign after sign. It was just like mm. nonstop, and the signs were always in the form of frogs and dragonflies. And in the in in the book, people can read about that. And to this day, he died six years ago, and to this day, when Jenny and I are, are together and we're talking about Dad, um, the, a dragonfly will, will appear on a billboard that we're driving past, and then Jenny will say, oh, and look, Mom, there's a frog there, too. It just, you know, I think that, like you had said earlier, um, Heidi, about being open to it. That's, mm-hmm. That's what Jenny and I have learned all through the years, and many of our contributors to our uh, Signs of Hope from Heaven book share that as well, is that if we just choose to be open to it, just open to that possibility, our loved ones will find a way. And sometimes, you know, it's not as dramatic as, uh, you know, writing in the sky. Um, Sometimes we look for 
um, uh, you know, something that dramatic, but they can just come in such simple, simple ways. Well, well, Carla, you brought up something that I think is a really good point, and that's you talked about dreams. And I think that is a really good way to connect with someone that you that's no longer here. I mean, I'm to a point where if I think about my brother and I really focus on him right before while I'm while I'm falling asleep, I will be able to visit him in dream time. So, I mean, wow. for those of you out there that want to do things like that, start setting out that intention. There's so many ways like Carla said. Al- and you can also, um, if you're a writer, mm-hmm. you can sit down and pick a topic, sit quietly. You know, part of it is um, for some people uh, you need to sit quietly and, uh, you know, g- allow, allow some space. Mm-hmm. And you can actually kind of do free association writing or drawing pictures or you, if you don't like to do that kind of artwork, you can take a magazine. Go to uh, your local gro- store, grocery store or whatever, where they have magazines nowadays and find one that you like that appeals to you and start cutting pictures out and randomly put them together and think about the person. Uh, and, you know, it's amazing what you can come up with with color collages and writing and those kinds of things. So I think it's a matter of whether you want to connect that way. Carla, I wanted to mention Jenny's book because uh, Jenny Wheeler's book, uh, Normal, uh, Weird is Normal, uh, when you're a teenager, is a really great book for your teens or for anyone. It's a good read. And Jenny did a, an amazing job of talking about the loss of her dad. But she also talks about these signs and connections. And uh, you, Where can you get that, Carla, um, on yeah, uh, Amazon and uh, your site? Normal when teenagers grieve is available wherever books are sold, and uh, and yes, the largest. It's so interesting because when Jenny told me, you know, she said, "Mom, I, I just don't want to reach out to other grieving teens and write a book." And when she came to me with an outline, um, I noticed that the, the largest section of her book was all about the signs. And I thought, "Wow!" And sure enough, and, and Heidi, you've been so uh, so sweet and so kind to write the foreword for that book um, because, as you mentioned, you know, you were you were just just out of your teens when uh, when Scott died in that that horrific tragic uh, car accident and and uh, the what teenagers are going through and how they grieve so uniquely you know that's something that that was very close to your heart. Well, and it's such a wonderful book, Carla. And the thing is, I love it because it's written by a teen for teens, and who better to know what teens are going through than another teen? And I, and I love the title. It's wonderful. Weird is normal. I mean, right? She's, it's, it's just really well done, and I think teens can really identify and relate to what Jenny says in this book. Well, in fact, in the book, when, uh, you know, Gloria, when you were talking about how sometimes the signs come in humorous ways, in the book, it just makes me laugh right now. In the book, Jenny shares that when she was sitting in the, the home office that used to be her dad's uh, home office, and she was working away on the computer writing the draft of this book, there'd be times where she would just be either just too emotionally drained or just like, oh, you know, I don't know, this isn't flowing or whatever. And then some kind of a sign would come from her dad, including he loved the Dilbert cartoon. And he had little little Dilbert figures um, on his desk. And she one day was sitting in there thinking, oh, I'm just going to shut down the computer. It's just not flowing. And the, there was no wind, no open window in the room. The Dilbert little cartoon figure uh, made out of cloth bounces off the the um, shelf and lands. <laughs> I love it. 
Well, Carla, tell us how people can find your uh, website, oh, and sure. I know you've it got some uh, great books and things that you advertise on your on your website, right? QOL is short for quality of life. So it's qolpublishing.com, and they can learn about Jenny's book and. So we hope that you'll download our Signs of Hope from Heaven book and get in touch with us at opentohope.com and tell us about your story and about your signs and uh, read all the wonderful articles we've got there and look at our other books, Open to Hope books. We've got a Fresh oh, Grief book uh, called Fresh Grief for thank Early you, Grievers. Thank you, Carla. You're wonderful. Just we came appreciate out with, you. And we hope you'll visit um, us. And you thank you, Carla, so much for being on our show today. Thanks, everybody, for listening today, and look for those signs, and tune in next week. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.